Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. This episode from Life from the Well is fueled by the great beer from Iron Horse Brewery. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Life from the Well, where the drinks are strong and the stories are swell. Today we have an awesome guest with us today is Sean Hardison. How you doing, man? I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. Coming close to the mic. Oh, is that better? Yeah, that's yeah. much better. How okay. you doing, Sean? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fellow bartender buddy of mine, as I like to get the profession in there too. Absolutely, sir. Everybody knows where he's coming from, what he does. Yeah. And how this episode's going to go. Oh, well, hopefully it goes good. Well, it's going to go well. It's my I first it time. Good. So well, welcome to your first podcast. Uh, we start everyone with a shot. So, cheers. Salute to the bartender. Slanche. NTL. Oh. Wow. That's some good stuff. You know, that's delicious. I sell a lot of Winchester at my store, but um, I've never actually gotten a chance to enjoy it. That's some good <clears throat> stuff. It's got What's, some nice notes of caramel and vanilla in there. Give yeah. me some trivia about this. No, I don't know any trivia about it. Kelly, do you know any trivia about the Winchester whiskey? Mm-hmm. Well, let's, neither well, do let's I. look at the back. We're doing a plug. <laughs> We're doing our first plug of the afternoon. The Winchester Cowboy. The Winchester Cowboy is an American icon strongly associated with winning the West. And such famous Americans as Buffalo Bill and Theodore Roosevelt. And I probably shouldn't read any more of this for legality reasons, but I'm sorry, you can feel this guy's name. It's a story. <laughs> I, actually, it's kind of boring. Like when you read the Elijah Craig bottle, yeah. you know, little story about Elijah Craig. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. It's really simple. It's really short. It's to the point. This is kind of. This guy's young. Well, it's a little long. speaking it's of, of cool so. stories about people. <clears throat> Uh, I mean, you come all the way from the Panhandle, mm, all yeah. the way down from Florida. Yes. What yeah. brought you? What brought you up to Seattle? Um, well, uh, that's, that's a sordid story. Uh, basically, I moved out here because I was playing music, and um, I was broke and in Vegas, and I had read some cockamamie backstage of or back page of the uh um the vegas weekly and it was about alaskan fishing and i was like oh yeah yeah that sounds good so this is before there was ever a show about it this right. is like 96 and so i called uh i called the operator in anchorage <laughs> from a pay phone in the in the circus circus hotel and i was just like uh i need some numbers for some com- you know commercial fishing companies and she's like, well, which ones? And I said, well, I don't know. She's like, and she literally said, sweetie, are you trying to find a job? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, you got to go to Seattle for that. Mm. So I was like, what? She's like, yeah, all the you know major companies are in Seattle. So um, I sold my guitar and bought a bus ticket and came up to Seattle. Damn. And uh, I was staying at the International Youth Hostel right down from uh, the Alibi Room. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's there anymore. It's, I don't know. It's probably condos. Yeah. It's like 10 story condo building. Yeah. Or a Starbucks. Yeah. With only one parking spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real quick. I want to, I want to take the journey from, from Florida to Las Vegas to Seattle yeah. on your way to Alaska. But you're still here in Seattle. Yeah. I, um, I got to the, the, uh, uh, Hostel and uh, which I didn't even know. I was so ignorant. I didn't know what a hostel was. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. I was. Did you just thought there was a bunch of like angry people yeah. there being like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, totally. Oh. I was like, why would I go someplace where people are upset? And these Australians are just like, nah, you dumbass. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. so um, I, I get in there and I meet this dude. Um, the first day I was in there, there's like six spunks for a room or something mm-hmm. like that. This guy comes in, this little stocky uh swedish looking guy man and uh i'll never forget his name i won't say it but but i'll never forget his name and i don't know who where he is i've never even thought about googling him i knew Mm. him for like two days at most but he was just like 
oh, you're looking you know, to, to get work, just go down to Foss Shipyard, mm-hmm. go to this boat. Um, and I'm not going to say the name of the boat, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, uh, go down to this boat, just tell them you know me, and, and bust your ass uh, doing refit for them. So that's what I did. I, the very next day, I went down there. And, uh, um, <clears throat> and I just worked and it was really good. And then I went out to Alaska and I did it for a couple of seasons, but it was really scary and I hated it. And, yeah. and so I, I came back, but I fell in love with Seattle uh, while I was doing that refit on that boat. You know, yeah. like I fell in love with everything here. It was absolutely beautiful nice. so i had no interest in coming to seattle mm-hmm. i was gonna go to la and be a rock star <laughs> right <laughs> kidding me we did make it to la but we doubled back to vegas and that's where it, you know, that's when it all went wrong yeah yeah that's where the, that's where money goes to to, to sink yeah. into the desert yeah so on so i've been here ever since uh, nice. yeah so. so came back from came back from fishing boats started slinging bottles well, um, what got you into bartending? Well, I, I so I got, I got into bartending in uh, Florida mm-hmm. um, before I even came out. We should uh, start there. Then. What was your very first okay, service industry job? So, yeah, so like, it was, how'd you get into how, the industry? Yeah, this is so. What happened was um, <laughs> there's this big seafood restaurant, and mm-hmm. it was like uh, it's a beautiful restaurant. Actually, it had like seven aquariums, like throughout the restaurant, with like. Um, zebra eels and sharks do they have the you can grab your own lobster no no it wasn't cheesy it wasn't cheesy it was was just just like elegant yeah it was like and this was like i'm I'm looking at you still have your beer right there i know i'm just looking at what planning ahead yeah yeah (laughs) i just wanted to make sure you you gotta see our tap list (laughs) i wanted to make sure i mean you can double fist all you want we're not gonna stop first one first um but anyway uh but i was uh i was a buster there and um uh, I, I thought I was just going to wind up, you know, I was going to college at the time. So I just thought I would like become a server yeah, or some, something like that. Um, but uh, my grandparents, I lived in Alabama. And when I would go and visit them as a kid, they had a full bar. And so my grandma taught me how to make a highball, mm-hmm. which is back in the day would be a whiskey ginger. Yeah. You know, yeah. of course, Verner's. No other ginger ale, like just for, well for them specifically to that region. <laughs> I I think it's actually like a Michigan thing. Mm. They were in Alabama, but yeah. they were originally from outside of Detroit. Oh, okay. So so that was like that. I think it their, is. It was there. You ever heard of Verner's ginger ale? Mm-hmm. No. What you've never even heard of it? I, I feel like I've heard the name before, but I've heard the name Verner before. But yeah, Verner, <laughs> dude, Verner's ginger ale, man. Um, yeah, that, I mean that might be. Wasn't that one? Wasn't it's, that uh, uh, one of Hitler's aides? Verner or something? Dear God, no, I don't yeah. think. Just, there's no. that. There's that. Uh, there's that director Werner Herzog. I, I, oh, 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 oh. No, but it's V. Well, okay, that's when you get into some pronunciation things. It's German. Right. I mean, it, it started with a W oh, yeah. and then probably Americanized with a V. Yeah, I've, I've totally. Yeah, but so, it's like when people get weird about that stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Well, when it's a company and they're trying to sell it to, especially, yeah, yeah they would probably. Yeah. Get the Where are they from? Oh, I've seen that stuff. Give me a moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Germany. So so I kind of like was I would play bartender, mm-hmm. you know, behind the bar, yeah, like making drinks and it's the perfect bartender is you what you get one of the kids to do it because you know they're not drinking yet so. exactly so yeah, it's not um, gonna steal your booze right so verner's is an american ginger soda brand it was created in 1866 by james verner a detroit uh pharmacist nice there you go there's the michigan connection um so i was working at this restaurant i was a a, 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 a boss a bus boy mm-hmm. and they had this huge bar that was like a carousel bar like where's or I call it I call them carousel bars. It's a three sixty bar. Okay, so like an, an island bar. Yeah, an island bar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um That's what I would call it. We used to just call them carousel bars back That's in cool. the day. I mean we call you call whatever you want. That's just the word. I, I like island bar, but then it's like I It don't sounds know. like you're working on the islands yeah. then. It kind of feels very <laughs> solitary, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're bartending and the word island comes up, you're just like 
lonely. Honestly, I don't like any bar where I could be surrounded Desolate. on all angles. Like we get like a horde of people, like right, just, and you're like the middle. That's yeah, that's kind of terrifying. You, just, you just want to grab your bat and just be like, get the fuck back. <laughs> no, you, that's where that's where that's why zombies. <laughs> so that's why all bartenders are like big fans of the zombie genre. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we all just imagine like beating back hordes of dumb people. Absolutely. Ugh. That's what that's that's how Joey and I bonded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's over zombies. Yeah. That's cool. Zombies and fantasy novels. Yeah. Not like I never really got the zombie thing. Yeah. I got the vampire thing because it's like you get to live forever. Sure. Because the zombie well, the zombie like, thing is it's more about you, not, for me anyway. You're not the more, zombie. You're surviving the yeah, zombie. It's, so more, it's like a it's survival. More about society has crashed. It doesn't exist anymore, and now mm. you're just surviving yeah. off the land okay. and whatever you can do. And so, if you have like. You know, if you need to fight, you can just beat the shit out of all these zombies. And it just, so it's the most pessimistic of the horror. Pretty much. Sort of, yeah, if you think it's about basically it, right? like society's done, we're yeah. all fucked, and now I'm just trying to live every day. Yeah. And every day yeah. I have to kill, so, like, multiple things sure. to get through the day. And really That's, the only thing that fucks you up and, and kills everybody in the end is human stupidity. So mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all, it's all like a... It's all, it's all hopeless at that point anyways, and everybody's pretty much fucked. Yeah, I'll finish my origin story. <laughs> um, essentially, there's a or so there's a shucking table uh, in the middle the satellite of satellite bar. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. middle of this island. Yeah, you know, in the middle of the island, it was a <laughs> shucking table. So, and I, I had learned how to shuck oysters uh, from my relatives growing up, and this uh-huh. is Pensacola, Jacksonville. You grew up on the water. That's yeah, okay. he's the thing. Right, yeah. so and when you're a kid, it's like you're basically helping. You're shucking oysters uh, while they're drinking beer and, you're eat, the labor. and eating yeah. said oysters because yeah. I fuck I hated oysters <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. I love them now, but mm-hmm. when I was a child, it was like, oh, yeah, it's like but it was fun. Rockets. I mean, it was fun to help. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah, kids. Like kids your purpose. Yeah, kids want, kids yeah, want to be busy. Yeah, totally. So. Um, <laughs> Kelly's over there going, "Oh God, devil's so, hands are an idle thing." Yeah, totally. So, <laughs> or the what? I, whatever. So one night, uh, idle hands are the devil's play. Where it was like a really busy night, and uh, all of a sudden they just came up to all of us. And they're like, "Who knows how to shuck oysters?" Mm. And I was like, mm, "You know." And then they're like, "Cool." And they threw me a barback shirt. Mm-hmm. Because that's what the barbacks did at this restaurant. Upgrade. They shucked oysters. Mm-hmm. They were shucking oysters, serving raw oysters at the bar all night long. Yeah. And this place was a total corporate watering hole. So there was like, it was packed all the time. And Think where was this at? Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. Yeah, it's closed now. It's no longer there. Isn't that where Fred Durst is from? Uh, yes. You know, he's a, actually an amazing tattoo artist. Really? He tattooed a friend of mine back in the day. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I left Fun before fact. any of that stuff happened. But I I was also fortunate enough to... I went to high school with uh, some of the kids from, like, the Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. lineage. Nice. And my mother did, like, a closing... <laughs> yeah, my mother did a closing on one of their houses. And, uh-huh. You know, it's like Jacksonville's kind of a, a cool town, and Leonard Skinner, to me, is still, like, the coolest thing that came out of... Jackson. Also, Rain sure. Sanction, which Rain Sanction was on Sub Pop before Nirvana. Nice. A little One band from bands. Jacksonville, Florida. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fun little, another little fun Seattle fact. History too, oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is the Seattle, Florida connection. Yeah. yeah. They, they only C-Flo. put out, I think they put out two albums on uh, Sub, Sub Pop. Pop. Yeah. Yeah. So you went from shucking oysters to what was the mm. next step? Well,. They asked, you know, who can pour a drink? And I said, I can pour a drink. Oh, I did that for my grandma. <laughs> yeah. So it was like pretty easy to get back in or to get into it. And then by the end of the night, they made me a bar back. Nice. So I was bar backing. Mm-hmm. And I was pouring beer. And I was yeah. pouring shots. I was doing all this stuff. Yeah. It was cool. Um, and then it went from there. And then I wound up, um, I took, uh, uh, you know, some, some, crazy time off coming up here fishing alaska mm-hmm. this, that, and the other. and um and i wound up getting into coffee first like i because i didn't know anything about that culture so i got into coffee for a little bit mm-hmm. and then uh, after yeah exactly yeah. and just learning about you know all that stuff and i have some some amazing stories from that world but uh i at one point i was arguing with some elderly lady about a nickel and i was like i need to get the hell back into bartending it's funny that you mentioned a nickel yeah it was literally over a nickel 
I was just like, she's like, yeah, I don't, I want to do nickels. And I was just like, lady, I look, I don't have two nickels. <laughs> I actually do have two nickels, but mm. one's rolled up in yeah, a nice tight two dollar roll, and I've got one nickel left. <laughs> so eh, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I'm about to get off in fifteen minutes. I'm not counting this shit. So I was like, I gotta get back into bartending. Um, <laughs> but the first little place that I worked in Seattle bartending as a bartender was a uh, you know where the Steelhead Cafe is. It's in uh, 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 the market. It's yes. On yeah, it's like on Pine. As you're going down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it used to be called Vivanda. It was like an Italian restaurant, okay. and uh, kind of you know, almost a similar vibe as Vivanda uh, as uh, Dahlia mm-hmm. Lounge. Yeah. And uh, I worked for a really cool dude from New York, um, and he came up in the 80s mm-hmm. uh, Manhattan uh, scene, like cocktail scene. Nice. And then the lead bartender, same deal, from New York, mm-hmm. you know. So this is where I was so you like... you got like some, uh, some real like purebred cocktails. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotel people. Well, that was just, it, it was like you just learned your basics. Like mm-hmm. that was where, you know, I learned like, hey... If it's vodka, it's a martini. Shake the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. If, if it's got if it's got juice, shake the hell out of mm-hmm. it. If it's a you know gin or if it's you know a straight spirit cocktail, you stir it. Don't be a dumb dumb. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was <laughs> pretty much it. Don't be a dumb dumb. Yeah, that was almost the same way Joey taught me. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like I don't want to catch you stirring vodka. Yeah. Just you're wasting your time. Just shake it. Get the hell out. Doesn't matter if it's straight. If you, yeah. if it doesn't matter what's in it. But if it's gin, I want to catch you. You know. And that was kind of how I learned. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met uh, Murray. This mm-hmm. was so. This would have been two thousand one, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand two. I think um, in the market. And Murray was down at uh, that Italian restaurant before Zigzag. Oh, this is yeah. This is yeah. This is way before. This was uh, and he actually went back to that restaurant. It's the one that's below the the newsstand. Like, on the steps. Yeah, that was zigzag, right? Zigzag. No, on the no, steps. no, 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 no. No, that's you're thinking the steps. I'm thinking of from the market, from the very front. Over on the other. From the very like pli- like right at first and. Yeah. Where the sign is. Oh, what's the name like of that? Like the, the entrance into Pike Place. Yeah. Park, right? Where the yeah. sign is and they have the pig out front. Yeah. All right. So it's literally a little right below. The it's it's like you're going, yes, like yeah. you're going towards uh, Alibi wall. Room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's Alibi Room. That's. I've never been to that Italian restaurant. I should go. Mm. <clears throat> I, he was working there last time I heard, but I, I, I'm i not sure. But anyway, he was mm. working there then. And uh, I remember my boss said, you know, we got to go see Murray. We got to go see him so we went down uh, after work one night and bar's full you know mm-hmm. and I'm like what the hell there's like no other places around here but this bar is full yeah. and it's this dude just conducting court and he's just like he's he's pouring drinks he's just he's like an octopus mm-hmm. you know and uh, um, my buddies again from New York from the these cats are all older than me mm-hmm. you know way older obviously right Murray anyway sure. not way obviously I'm pretty freaking old <laughs> so it's not really way obvious but they're older than me so I respected yeah. them you know it's sure. like yeah these guys are cool um, anyway uh, Murray asked me uh, you know what, what do you like to drink and I was like well I like whiskey it's like alright and then he hands me a it was Basil Hayden Mm-hmm. With a big rock and just a single orange peel. That was it. That was it. Mm. And it was it was delicious, yeah. obviously, right? I, but I was like, ah, oh, simplicity. Just the, yeah, the simplicity of it, like uh, of the thought of like not overworking it and just giving it that subtle. It of, just, yeah. just this. That's all it was, and, and it was just it was it was gorgeous. Yeah. And um, I remember my boss was like, you know, he's looking for a bar bag. Mm. You know, would you know you? I was like, and at the time, because I thought I was cool, I was a bartender, not a yeah. bar back anymore. You know, I was like, right? You didn't want to feel like you were taking a step back. Totally, Although this is like an apprenticeship. With a I master, know, right? I know. Yeah, so I chose to go the you know the Darth way. I yeah. So whatever yeah. you know, the, the bad way or <laughs> something. Path. Yeah, the solo sure, path. Man. You know, yeah. uh, 
Oh. Like most of us would. You know, just, yeah, just, just like going, screw that. Being a bartender and making money. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I didn't do it, oh, you know. Man. And, uh, um, but, you know, yeah, but the, the cool thing was is that I saw, all right, so I went back, I hadn't seen uh, Murray in like, I don't know, almost a year, literally from that first night. Yeah. And I go back at Ilfranio. That's mm-hmm. the name of the place, Ilfranio. Okay. Okay. I think. So, uh, anyway, so I go back in. I go back in. I shit you not from like, as I'm walking up to the bar, he's just like, hey, Sean, uh, Basil Hayden, Orange Peel? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell, dude? He's got dude? that memory on him. Jeez. That's what makes him, mm-hmm. that's what puts him over the top yeah. as like an amazing bartender is that he will remember you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mess around. I had a conversation with him at the bus stop once. Mm-hmm. And then... I saw him again like a year later, and he's like, hey, Joe, how's it going? And I was like, dude, we talked exactly. at the bus stop. You didn't even bartend for me. Exactly. But also, what I noticed about him, in, in my conversation, I was high. I was really high. I was at the bus stop. You know, well, at the end of my that's night, what and I was like, ripped. I probably had a couple drinks, and I'm just like waiting for the bus, and I was hanging with my with Todd, actually, guys, friend of the show, Todd Ham. Shout out to Todd. Um, we're standing there, and he's like, hey, there's Murray. Let's go talk to Murray. So we go over, and we're like, what's up, Murray? And he's just like, hey, guys. And we just sit there talking to him. And, and Todd got on his bus and left, and then Murray and I stood there for another, like, 10, 15 minutes and just chatted. And by chatted, I mean he just would ask me questions. He just, he just yeah. asked me questions the whole time. I don't think I learned a single fact about him because he just Why? kept asking me about myself. And, I, and, and he's just like, oh, what do you do? How long have you been doing it? Why do you bartend? Why do you think, you know, do you enjoy that? You know, and he's asking me all these, like, deep questions. Yeah. It's like, this guy's fucking cool. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, I think it just kind of, just from those little that little conversation I had with him, that kind of changed the way I started talking to people, too, because I realized that, like. I know. To be more inquisitive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I get it. I, get yeah. it. I yeah. totally get that because it's, you know, I, 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 I didn't uh, really get into bartending, though, as far as like craft bartending mm-hmm. um, until, uh, I mean, well, I guess that would have been the beginning of it. You know, that was when I started to appreciate what a decent drink is supposed to taste like and yeah. was learning like, you know, your basics of bartending. And then when I worked at the, the living room, which is, uh, it's it's now the Speckle and Drake. Mm-hmm. I'm, this is yeah bad saying this because it was not a well thought of bar. <laughs> right across the street from Nehigh Stocking Company up mm-hmm. in Capitol Hill, but that's where I had this other bartender friend of mine who is bartending now. I'm not sure if he's at the same place in uh, New York, but he works in Manhattan got a chance to visit him a few years ago but at the time it was just me and him basically like coming up with these you know cocktails and mm-hmm. ideas and you know bouncing stuff around and learning and you know really really take... just learning the flavor profiles of everything right? yeah just taste together in the yeah bar totally you know and, and is it is it regan regan's joy of mixology was to him and I as mm-hmm. like the like yeah, quintessential the, guy that wrote the, the bartender Bible too, right? Like, uh, I don't know. But it was like I just reading about him the, the way they broke it down in a sort of scientific way. That way, it was allowed you to like have fun and know that you're in this right ballpark. That you weren't, you know, going off the rails with something stupid, you know? Yeah. And uh, and so I got really into it, and then but. I think I just realized at some point that I was just, you know, I'm I'm just a bartender. You know, it wasn't something I was trying to do. Like it was supposed to be always in in lieu of me doing about to do something really great. <laughs> <laughs> I was always trying to aim higher, but it's been nothing but like satisfying. So it's, you know, and now I now I'm stepping back. So I feel like that's the fun thing about the bar world and those of us that have kind of endured it. Is a lot of people I feel like if just you know it's 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 a for people that are good at it it's an easy job to have like as you know because I mean you're you're working on everybody else's party and so then you can be out doing whatever you're doing right. everybody else is working and you kind of hustle and do your own gig or have it as a second gig or whatever but <clears throat> I think like over the years you know as you find yourself still there you, you start embracing it as part of who you are and part of your personality. And right. I think that acceptance is really one of the things that starts making us better bartenders. Too, sure. Because you, for, uh, you know, for, I think for a time, like you, you don't give a shit because you're just like, oh, I'm just here to, you know, yeah, until yeah, there's something it's else. Temporary. 
But then there's, yeah, we're just like, well, I'm doing a job. I might as well have some fucking integrity and right, be good at right. it. Right, yeah. Well, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, it's, it's, you know, there was that time period where I, you know, when I was getting so into um, the idea of craft and the idea mm. of like these, you know, all of, like I started having like my own sort of set of rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where now it's like, I'm like, yeah, it's just ease up on the rules, dude. Just be a good bartender. Yeah. Just bartend, man. Well, just take care of people. If anyone sits in my bar, it doesn't matter what I got behind the bar. If you, if you come in there for an alcoholic beverage mm-hmm. and you really need it. Yeah. I can, we can figure something out. We will figure <laughs> something out, you yeah, know. But like that's, and that's But that's where the... <laughs> that's what makes a good bartender. That's what, where the craft comes in. Mm-hmm. Is to me now, in my like, you know, I've now I've backed off because I don't even work in a... I, I work at a place where I don't shake a drink yeah. all shift, and I sell a lot. Yeah, That's a lot of shots and a <laughs> lot of beers and a lot of this, that, and the other. But you know what? I know most of their nieces. Mm-hmm. I know most of their work schedules. Yeah, I like I know them. Like they're, You've got your regulars. It's a, you're, you're, it's, loyal, you're loyal people. It's so different than working in a hipster bar mm-hmm. where I'm slinging, yeah. you know, corpse survivors all night, yeah. you know, for people who could give it, you know, they don't care about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, or it's not that they don't care. It's not like that. But it's like it's just a different. It's, it's a just different a vibe. different vibe. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just different. You know. Well, and that's that's another I, that's another true sign of a seasoned bartender is is I think it's one like we all I think we all do the stint in the cocktail bar mm-hmm. or the craft bar where like you you sit down with three people all night and you know you make it you know and you're attached to the restaurant so you can spend five minutes right. on each drink and just do like these elaborate constructions. Um, and while that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy now. Like, I work in a margarita bar, right? All yeah. I'm, all I'm doing is, you know, I'll make a couple hundred margaritas a night, right? And then someone comes in, they order a pisco sour, and I pull out the egg white, and I yeah, pisco sour, yeah. and, they're, and they're like, whoa, like, yeah, where am I right now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, well, because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. normally don't have the ingredients for it. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, and people don't, you know, it's it's not something we advertise or right, focus right, right, on, right? But you know, when you can surprise somebody sure. with, with like. With like an upscale kind sure. of thing, when they're just like, "Oh shit!" I just, like, yeah, man, I know my craft. How like, how hard? It, here's the thing, though. Like, where is the bar that is a place where I know I can walk in and get a pisco sour, a proper pisco sour, mm-hmm. or a rainier on tap, and and have it be just chill and cool and it's not there's like you know sometimes people can get intimidated by like going to like uh, a really nice high-end craft bar that's small maybe and it's yeah. you know what I mean labor well, the bartenders are, in those places tend to be a little standoffish too right? well that's just arrogant. it that's just it it's like well, arrogance a good word it's like for those kind of bars but, but I mean you also I mean that that's but like we said when we worked in craft bars like yeah. that was kind of our idea of of pinnacle stuff like we were researching this we're spending time on this so like i think your headspace at least the first time you go there you know is like i'm doing this and i'm making good shit and like you know but you you guys it's it's a little bit of an elitism you have you have the knowledge and and the time under your belt and it's like you guys like from what i'm hearing you guys talk about it's like you know you just want to go in and do your thing but when you get an opportunity to be more than just a margarita maker or a shop pour, mm. you relish that. You I've, you thrive in that. I think moment, more so, it's about you're finding not cocky or anything like that. I think more so, it's about finding your regulars and finding your your crowd and finding kind of your street corner to live on. Yeah, and then and and being in a bar where you're comfortable in that, um, you know, versus you know traveling to new york to do a competition yeah no i and i mean yeah that that's that's all right? well and good you know and i mean, mean if you can do that then it's fun there's well, the it's cool thing is we want to well, we're, but we're in a community where people can do that too like if you want to you oh, can work on your true. cocktails yep. and you can get a free ticket to new york yeah. or puerto rico actually yeah, i have yeah. a buddy uh, our friend scotty who was on a, a Shout out scotty. he's in puerto all right, rico scotty Stay he's cool, in scotty. puerto rico right now Congrats. um with the uh, the Bacardi Stay Gold Legacy or the the Bacardi Legacy Cocktail Series. And yeah. So he has a cocktail in it with nice awesome. bartenders. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so but he's also a GM at, at like Stanley Seaford's Town um, Tacoma, so he has time to work on his cocktails. But, and stuff, but. but see, that's the thing. It's like I feel like it's like it's it, for a time period. I I focused on that mm-hmm. sort of life. 
Yeah. Where that was all I was doing. And then I was just like, meh. I didn't, I did, I, you know, it's not that I, I still love to bark. I mean, I still barked in full time now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. It was just, I think it's because, like, if you're a control freak and it's not your own bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's not your bar. It's somebody else's bar. Right. Yeah. You know, because I wanted to make it simple. I wanted to make it accessible. I also wanted to have the things that I needed to make classic cocktails, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to be able to do everything. No, no one can. Yeah. But this idea of having, like, a very, you know, sort of... Uh, and I kind of learned that from from being in, in the company uh, mm-hmm. is is being gracious, you know. Yeah. It's like Just, it's like having a gracious space where you know, like, like that would be the number one thing you would focus on, like, be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like roadhouse rules. Yeah, right? be nice. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the that's nice. the uh, <laughs> the uh, Tom Douglas mission statement is deliciousness served with graciousness. Yeah. And so, you know, it's that's the front of the back of the house there. You know, the oh, back yeah. of the house serves deliciousness and so do the bartenders. Yeah. Uh, and, and the front of the house serves it with graciousness and, you know, being gracious. And so we have a whole breakdown of what that means. But, but I mean, it, I think as far as the service industry goes, that's, that's a big thing that you really need to focus on if, takes, you wanna, if you want to have any kind of career. Right. But it does take practice and mm-hmm. it does take, you know, I mean, it, it, it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, if someone says something really dumb to me, I have a hard time not giving them a look like you just said something really yeah. dumb to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but that's just human interaction too, yeah. right? And, but I mean, I think like... The- but you got to win them back over. That's when you go, all right, let's <laughs> see you. <laughs> what you just said reminded me of something that Joey posted a couple weeks ago on, on the book faces where it was it's a video where it's like this girl comes up and says, uh, can I get a Tito's and vodka? And the guy at the bartender's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pouring Tito's yeah. in a glass. No, like, he, I'm giving you the opportunity. He, to poured, stop, no, he poured Tito's and vodka. Oh, yeah. Two different bottles. He was vodkas. pouring two bottles into the same glass. And he's just looking at her like, What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain what you're doing. People can't. People oh, yeah. Can't sorry. See you. Oh, <laughs> sorry for all of you who can't see me. I'm uh, lifting my hands up like I'm pouring two different bottles of vodka. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. Tito's and vodka. That's a that's a common drink person yeah. order. And it's just it's just like the, the captions like I you are it, that stupid. I sometimes <laughs> wonder if I've just been so scarred that like I've kind of forgotten some of those. Mo- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's some of those ones where you like you try. I think you. I think there there comes a point in your night. Like so, sure. Like I used to get upset. I think when people would be dumb or not, I don't know upset, but like just be like what the fuck. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. But I think that, like that happens to a certain point where you're mm-hmm. like this isn't. This isn't serving me. I need yeah. to just let these stupid moments fly past my head and focus on what I'm doing. I think that's what it is. It's so like, if someone had a camera on my shoulder uh, and could enter and like could tape like all the things that people say to me, I know. I'd probably or get a lot better. If we could just <laughs> yes, have some sort of like pill. That, I would love know, to do that. Wear a body cam on that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that would be funny as shit. Right? <laughs> well, like, it's I like, don't see why we can't. Cops do it. Yeah. Right? We should be able to. <laughs> just do it. Like they get to. It's just like, yeah, we're. Just have a body cam. Bartender body cam. Bartender body cam. That yeah. should be somebody oh should patent that, that shit. That would be hilarious, dude. We should do a segment. Uh, yeah. What can I get for you? <laughs> okay, that's what I want. <laughs> uh, oh, this is gonna be great. Uh, I I'm <laughs> sure I've said this on this on the show before, but I had um, a woman that that I used to work with um, at the hotel that Joey Knight worked at. Uh, she started working at a at a friend's bar, mm-hmm. and I went down to support them, and so I'm having some drinks, and she comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, Peter." How do you make a vodka or how do you make a, a whiskey Coke? I'm like, what mm. kind of whiskey did he order? She's like, uh, Evan Williams. And I'm like, okay, pour a shot and a half of Evan Williams yeah. in some ice and then fill it up with Coke. And she goes, okay. <laughs> and then she <laughs> fucking did a fucking Sprite instead of Jesus. Coke. She did a whiskey yeah. Sprite. I think she was on drugs. Cocktail time. The cocktail we're making today is is one that Sean had requested. It's uh, go ahead, Chantel. No, oh, it's called a hot Charlotte. <laughs> and what is a hot Charlotte? Uh, this is uh, is a drink by uh, made by uh, uh, Murray Stenson. I think it, it. I know it won some kind of award. Mm. It, yeah, I actually looked it, it up. I, it was. I, uh, I forgot what it was. It was the the cocktail cocktail of the month uh, from wine enthusiast. Really. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, I, isn't and I, I'm and then it got 
It got a bunch of things like that. Yeah. It got the hot uh, Charlie cocktail. <laughs> but no, it's that's a, awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, to, yeah. get, to get that from wine yeah. enthusiasts is pretty big deal. It's a, well, it's a wonderful pairing. So it's Hendrix gin. Uh, it's uh, cucu- It's got muddled cucumber. Uh, should, should I start this from the bottom up? It's got a muddled cucumber. What you want to do is you want to take a few chunks of nice, uh, you know, free range cucumber. If you Make can sure find, it's free range. If you can free find range. it. You don't want, the, if you you don't want that raised it. in a cage cucumber. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's weird ass cucumber. Anyway, the idea basically is that it's, uh, it's you know, to break down it's gin, St. Germain, cucumber, uh, lemon juice, and Tabasco. Mm hmm. And uh, Tabasco, you say? Refreshing with a kick. Yeah, yeah. So it's refreshing with a kick. Uh, and you can find the uh, in, uh, ingredients yeah, we don't need online. To get but you can go like spicier or less <laughs> we'll, spicy. We'll actually provide the ingredients. You can find I've, the ingredients you know, on our YouTube video. Yeah. Which I've, we'll do in a minute. Click I've, the link. I've, uh, <laughs> so I've made the drink spicy and not spicy before. Mm-hmm. I've done, yeah, I've done the most. We'll um, have to do a couple different versions because there's four I, of us here. So we'll I definitely make. want to try it with a different hot sauce. Yeah, I've got a couple of hot sauces too. Because like it, you said, it's a the original recipe is with Tabasco. Um, I think that's probably just because that's what Murray had at his restaurant. Yeah, because uh, they're I got Tabasco out of obligation, but um, I have a lot of other hot sauces I prefer. So I'd rather I think we should mess try around with something with else. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. I think it's the cucumber that balances it out, though. Cool. So let's uh, let's make the drink. All right, sounds good. All right. During this pause, while Joey makes the cocktail, we are sipping on delicious beer from Iron Horse. If you want to watch Joey make the cocktail, head on over to YouTube, Life from the Well. Or you can find all of our videos on our website as well. And just a reminder, if you would like to get your name out there or become a sponsor, go to our website and send us an email. And we're back. Okay. <laughs> oh, Everybody's got a cocktail. Welcome back from the YouTube video. You just took a break to go watch. Check us out. Life from the Well um, is our YouTube channel. Just type in Life from the Well on YouTube and you can go watch all of the cocktail videos that we've made over the last six months. Um, but today it is the Hot Charlotte and that'll be the most recent one on our feed. And cheers. Cheers. Hot it is. Wow. Solange. Solange. Mm. Oh, it's so good though, isn't it? So it's, I do gotta say, in the video we made him we made them with Tabasco sauce. Off camera we made one with um Frank's Red Hot. Yes. And I'd say the OG. With this cocktail, take your favorite hot sauce. Don't yeah. I mean yeah. t- Tabasco is Tabasco and it, it lends what it lends, but uh Right. It's good for a bar because this is the one thing you know you're it's one thing have. every bar has yeah. for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I mean if, if your bar has different hot sauces and yep. you, you can do something a little different, there's a lot of really good hot sauces yep. out there these days. You yeah, know, if, you're you're not, in, we're not, or, if you're in Oregon, try Aardvark. <laughs> Aardvark? Aardvark is good. There's yep. one there's a really good one out of Austin too. They make like a habanero. Well, you know, you can go They actually and, make a blue agave sriracha. Well, think about this, right? You you've seen that, you know, YouTube show with the uh with the different wings, the hot wings. The hot ones. Yeah, the yeah, hot yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. So, theoretically, you can take this adventure where you want to take it. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, it can go. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can go to some bizarre places. Yeah, right? Because he throws some you elderflower. You set up one of those, like, like it's hot a, wing challenge, but with a hot cocktail challenge. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's, but it's like the elderflower. Oh, what if we just drank 10 gradually hotter drinks? We had ten cocktails that like each got hotter and hotter. <laughs> so by the tenth one, you're at like three million Scoville, but it's got yeah. alcohol. In but it's it. got alcohol. So then everybody's oh just like God. puking at the end of the show. Ah, uh, uh, you'd have to. You definitely have, you couldn't do it because like legally, I think that it just would be. Well, yeah, that would be. We could, we could do it for the show. <laughs> no, I don't even want to drink ten drinks in, in a week. Yeah. I mean, that's like an hour where you drink. Well, 10 not drinks. ten, but you could do it like seems three like or four. A waste of alcohol. Because we full in here. We're in it for the long haul. Um, what were some of like the best moments that you had with you, some of your customers? Um, okay. See, the thing of it is, is that, you know, I probably drink part-time more than I work part-time. So oftentimes the stories get a little mired between me working and me drinking. Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. like when I'm working, I'm working, yeah. but mm-hmm. I'm usually hungover 
and I'm usually getting ready to start drinking again. Yeah, as soon as my <laughs> shift ends, man, I'm yeah. ready to go back to it. Like that's when usually the real fun starts. So most of the fun that are are the crazy stories that I've experienced are generally me figuring out ways to get people out of my bar or <laughs> so you can get out at your night. <laughs> yeah, or you know, like I, I, I mean, uh um when we talk about stories I, I, I worked in for the majority of the time that I worked in bars, I've I've always worked in really nice places. Mm-hmm. Right. So I didn't really have any like you know, super crazy bar things going on. Oh, all right, I got a story for you. Okay, all right. Here we go. Actually, Here we go. This is a great story. And and Joe, oh, I like you, the energy behind this yes, already. Yes, yes. And Joe, you can uh, you'll you will uh, you'll you'll know this, mm-hmm. or you not know this, but you'll you'll uh, identify. He might have even been working that night for, for all I know. Because <laughs> okay. I think it was a time when you were still working at the Paramount. Cat mm-hmm. um, Williams, comedian. Yeah, I did not work that show, but. Go on. Did you remember this? You kind of remember no. this. Now, okay. All right. I think so, I, I, I honestly, I feel like something's coming up, but go ahead. All right. So, all right. So, this was the story. So, at the Paramount and the Moor, uh, when we're doing uh, I, uh, a uh, comedy show, um, generally there'll be like openers, right? And so, uh, the openers will, will come out for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and then the you know, main person goes on, the, ma- the, the main act. Uh, and we'll keep pouring until about 15, 20 minutes after the main act's scheduled Starting. to go on. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to be there all night. Yeah. We're not We're not trying to get you drunk. <laughs> it's a, but it's a nice theater. You want to lubricate people, but yeah. you don't want to black them out. Yeah, yeah Right. Yeah. It's not like the show box where you can like keep drinking until... Up the, until they're off yeah, stage. Until, yeah. Up yeah. until they're off stage. It's yeah. a little different. Yeah. It's a little nicer. Well, I shouldn't say nicer. It's just a little different. It's classier. It's they're cl- theaters. Like, yeah, they're like, it's they're old classier. school. It's Broadway. Yeah. You know? It's, hey, alcoholics, man. Take mm-hmm. a night off. Yeah. Have some coffee. Uh, t- take you a know? night off. Have three tonight instead of eight. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, totally. So, right? so, so anyway. So, <laughs> so this is what happened. So we're working this thing, and it's busy. It's sold out. He had two nights booked, right? Yeah. Sold out, and we're just getting slammed, right? Just getting hammered. And uh, the first night, um, right as he's about to go on, uh, we realize that he's not even in the building. Oh fuck! Yeah, so they start having the <laughs> they start having the opening acts come out and, Again. and stretch it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stretch it out. Oh, right? No. You know that like, ten minutes yeah. stretch out to twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever you, whatever joke you had, like you know you how know, you said you had a good fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I gave you ten. Yeah. Extend it to 20. Yeah. If you were the opener and there was only eight people in here, well, now there's f- freaking 2,800, so they probably didn't hear your first joke. Yeah, just start over. It, just tell it again. It'll be fine. And that's exactly what they did oh, no. for like an no. hour and a half, but we didn't shut down. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so the people were still getting sauced. Oh, dude, so... Like, angrily getting drunk, though, exactly. right? Because they're like, where are they? I'm yes, shot. Exactly, right? <laughs> so, literally, by the end of this thing, it was like, uh, all of a sudden, it was just like, show's canceled. Show So he never done. showed up? He, he never showed up? Nope. To either show? No, just for the first one. No. Fuck. Oh. Luckily, I got to work the first one and not the second one. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'll, I'll finish that part of the story. Right. So what happened was, I don't exactly know why he didn't. You know, I really don't know. I, I'd, sure. I'd heard rumors that he was like, you know, like raining money on the streets. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I I <laughs> heard Cal Williams shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'd heard all these rumors, <laughs> but I'm like, crazy. that sounds like something else I read or saw yeah, on TMZ yeah. or something. Sure. <laughs> so I have no idea exactly what happened the first night. But all I know is. It's the most money I've ever made in 12 years working at the Paramount Theater. <laughs> and well, the show never going. happened. It never even fucking happened. <laughs> it never happened. It was just an extra three hours of pre-show. <laughs> Pretty much of people like angrily drinking. Yeah. I, I remember, like, as soon as they were just like, okay, we're closing down, I was, like, trying to get the liquor cabinets closed as, as quick as possible. Let's get out of here before just they because, revolt. Yeah, because they were they were wasted, and, yeah. and, and the show didn't happen. There's now no, they're mad. There's no satisfaction there. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like your internet going out. And you know what I mean. Yeah. 
It's a theater yeah. of blue. It's a theater of blue balls. <laughs> it's the equivalent to an NFL tie. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Absolutely. It's yeah. an NFL tie. Yeah. Ooh. Who wants Oof. that? Nobody, Nobody wants, that. wants that. So Cat Williams didn't show up to the first night. No, and he showed up to the second night. Um, yeah. And they didn't. They made. Typical, you didn't work that night, though. No, and they made typical money. Yeah. Typical. Yeah, and the people that were there were like, well, why is everybody so mad? Yeah. Because nobody bought tickets to both no. shows, right? No, um, <laughs> no, but I did. I will say this. I did. I did. I, I, I actually, the only, this is the only fan letter I've ever written. Mm hmm. <laughs> Did you write one to Cat Williams? No, I wrote one to Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> About used, Cat Williams? Yeah, well, I told him the story. It was just like, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you know, it was just, I was just sharing a story, you know, because mm-hmm. he used to read letters, you know, on his podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, by the way, this is my first podcast. Did Bill Burr read your letter on his podcast? No, he didn't. Oh. Didn't message me Come back. Come on, Bill. Where you I at, know. bro? It's a funny story. What atrocious. was one of the most horrifying moments that you've ever had? As bartender? As yeah, bartender. yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. What, what, what brought the hair on the back of your neck up? You can say fuck. It's cool. It's our podcast. I mean, we're going from my atrocious uh, singing to um, something hopefully more horrible. Actually, we should I, go from his atrocious I, singing know, to you going, oh, fuck. All right. So <laughs> I've, I've, I've dealt with like, I've dealt with some, I've dealt with like, you know, certain things that were, you know, unpleasant, like whether or not I had like a situation with a customer or I had, you know, to kick somebody out or I had yeah. to, you know, like mm-hmm. like a lot of times those things don't get to me like and it, to a point that I don't even like I don't catalog them yeah you know what I mean like it'll be very arbitrary for me to remember where I'm like oh well that's just a negative thing that's gonna bring you down that night yeah too, right? exactly it's not right? where your focus so belongs it's it's but it, the cerebral types yeah so the worst <laughs> one of the worst moments <laughs> ooh. Anyway, now one of the worst moments, and this is goes back to football, so this is mm-hmm. good that you asked me that question. I'm at Dolly Lounge, um, and I'm it's a couple of weeks into the job, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of like our nice restaurant for the company, and you know, it's a nice place. It's where yeah. people go to have like their twentieth anniversary or etc. Whatever. It's, it's Tom's oldest restaurant. Yeah. It's like kind of, it's the restaurant he's really known for, right? Yeah. It's like the crab cakes at Dahlia. It's the yeah. one that's in Sleepless in Seattle, right? Yeah, it was, in, yeah, it was in a fucking movie. Even Yeah, it was in a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, in, but it's a nice place. So what happened? So what happened was this, I'm in there and at the bar on certain nights, it's, as you can imagine, it's kind of dead because it's not really a, it's not a place where people go, you know. Yeah. I'm in there working, and it's and I'm new, and I'm still trying to like you know make myself like you know known as knowing what the hell I'm doing, and you know trying to fit in. Basically, <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And uh, there I'm, I'm working one night, and there was a uh, a guy comes in, big dude, probably big as you, Peter. Yeah. Seriously, about your size. That's pretty big. <laughs> but he was in his god fifties or sixties. Yeah, that's pretty late, old. Late fifties. <laughs> that's pretty old. Fifties, uh, sixties, and he sits down and he calmly is just like, "Hey, what kind of uh, you know uh, longer do you have on tap?" And I, I don't know. Shit, I don't remember what longer I was serving at the time. Uh, no, I think I had chucking up Pilsner on. Oh god! So I was just like, yeah, "It's from uh, get- Bellingham." Yes, I think that's where chucking up drives. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, actually. Yeah. Or was it Stoop? No, it was Stoop Pilsner. Stoop. Nice. From Ballard. Stoop. Yeah. So you, poured, Shout him, out to you Stoop. poured him a beer? Poured him a beer. People and like a, beer talk. Don't really yeah. rise me. Peter, thank you for keeping us on track. And, uh, <laughs> it's like hurting cats right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so anyway, he starts he starts to, to, to drink. And, and I noticed like, the more he's drinking, the weirder the conversations are getting. <laughs> and again, he's a very large individual, you know? And my boss at the time is like by the host stand and she's staring at me, you know? Like mm-hmm. she's like trying to see how I was going to handle it. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know? And so um, I start talking to this guy further and further and, and he, I find out that this guy used to be a uh, offensive lineman for uh, the New England Patriots. Oh, shit. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Yeah, right? 
But now he's a uh, high school football coach. Oh, good for him. I know. I, I appreciate that more right? than the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was giving like, back to the community. I was like, this guy's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But yet he's getting a little junky pants. <laughs> sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. And he's he's doing the he's doing the thing where you know what I'm talking about when 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 people start trying to overly shake your hand. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like they, they keep like we just shook mm-hmm. and they're looking at you. You're the best. Bro. One more. One more. I, no, I did that well, last I night. don't mean the I don't mean the begging part of like another drink, but I just mean that like No, the handshake though. Yeah, like, the, where they keep they keep shaking your hand? Yeah, yeah. It was just like, "Hey bro, you're, you hey bro, you're great. You're amazing. <laughs> you you're so awesome." Right? And then all it's of a sudden, just that physical contact yeah, that they it, finally got. Exactly. And then yeah. like 2 minutes later they're like, "Hey." Yeah. Like, Dude, <laughs> can I get some more physical contact, leave? please? Yes. <laughs> Nobody's touching me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Right, and then when they leave, they're like, "Can I get a hug?" I think we should. <laughs> yeah. I think there should be a bar rule: no handshakes until you after after you pay the tab. <laughs> All right, <laughs> they don't give you one. <laughs> you get one. You handshake. get one. You get one at the end. You get one. I say you get two. You get one at the beginning and one at the end. Yeah, I'll oh, shake yeah, your hand absolutely. when I meet you, and I'll absolutely. shake your hand when I say goodbye. Very nice. There's no more. I like that rule. If if I've known you for more than a year. I'll give. I'll probably give you a hug. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll but, have a moment where. But you got to keep coming back. Like yeah. this is more than once a week. And I don't mind a fist bump or two, like as a validation of conversation. Yeah. You know, like right on, man. Cool. You know, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. But like, don't when people, you know, they'll, they'll really hold on to your hand. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. it's. Like, they just want to like, like shake your hand for like, like five minutes. You're not letting go, sir. <laughs> So then, if you could, but my manager was like looking at me because I was still kind of new there. Like, how are you going to handle this? Because he was getting loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, people are having their 20th anniversary dinner behind them. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know it's like. It's a nice restaurant. It's a nice restaurant. Yeah. This is not a diet. And this, this guy's is, having time yeah. of his life. It's this New Englander. <laughs> totally. <laughs> He's right. living his best life right it's now. He's being a New Englander yeah, in okay. Seattle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's asking me about, like, my sports past. He's uh, trying to, like, figure me out, you know. Yeah. He's like, uh, You're a tall guy. What do you do? What'd you play? <laughs> you know? You know? So, so we're actually having a pretty decent co- – like, I was like, man, I kind of want to get drunk with this guy, you know. But mm-hmm. at the time, I'm freaking out, you know, because I'm trying to, you know, trying to make it cool. And, and I'm not sure how to get this guy out of here, you know. And – um, he you know, he kept talking about coaching and this that and the other. So eventually, I don't know what I did. I just was like, played psychologist and was mm. just like, coach, because he was fading. Yeah. He was fading fast. Yeah, I was, was calling him coach. <laughs> I just started calling him coach. Okay, coach. Coach. I was like, let's let's get out of here. He's like, huh, huh. And all of a sudden, he's you know, responding to me yeah. like a lot more. You Terms know, that he recognizes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. And so I got him up quietly and I walked him out the door and I got him a cab and I walked back in and they were just like, all right, this this bartender's going to, he's going to do okay. You know, he's going to be fine. And that's, that's honestly like, if you, that's what makes a good bartender. It's yeah. It's easy to throw somebody out with violence and, loud no, noises it's, it's easy to create a conflict it, exactly but, but to subdue a conflict Ugh, and before to, it to, happens to, yeah. it's the hardest thing to, to end to end something that starts in conflict and and, and peaceful you know it's, it's, it's just, yeah it's it's really difficult it's talent though you have to be able to know how to communicate with people right connect with people and right? I, just look them in the eye yep. and be like hey man I, I always admire bartenders that can do that mm-hmm. you know when they can like diffuse a sh- situation without it being weird yeah, yeah. without it being anything like this got that energy yeah you just you know how to not like you, i mean there's obviously there's a time and a place mm-hmm. you know it's it's again roadhouse rules yeah be nice well, be nice till it's time not to be nice until, 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 until <laughs> roadhouse <laughs> roadhouse what if exactly. he says my mother's a whore exactly. is she well, <laughs> well then roundhouse kick him roadhouse no, no. is she is she <laughs> but, is she a whore is he, is he telling me um, he's lying if he's lying who cares man craziest the truth. craziest story ever I, craziest story I've ever heard though in a bar <laughs> in my opinion craziest story I've heard some some messed up ones. I had a friend of mine working in First Hill. I won't say the bar 
But there's only like a few. <laughs> so you can narrow Figure it down. It anyway, uh, he had this regular that would come in every night and get really sloshed. But he was always cool, always tipped. And it was fun, mm-hmm. you know. But And he lived in the neighborhood. So it was not like he was driving or anything, you know. <laughs> so um, one night he was in there. And he's getting his usual sloshness. And, and and my buddy was saying, I was like, yeah, it was really dead in there. And I thought he had went home. And then he got hit with this, like, huge bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, there's, like, 30 chicks in the bar. Mm-hmm. And, like, and they're all that's like, can I give me a lemon drop? <laughs> God, yeah. Run We're doing shots. shots. <laughs> We're doing shots. You know? So it gets, he's, like, all of a sudden, it went from zero to a Could thousand. Skinny bitch margaritas. <laughs> It's totally what it was like. It was like it was insane. And then all of a sudden, one of because they had like you know two uh, you know um, non gender bathrooms, you know mm-hmm. just whatever yeah. two bathrooms, two bathrooms open. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. They have so, a on them. You go and you go pee. You come back exactly out. right. So this one girl comes up to him. She's like, "I think there's something wrong with your bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> he goes up there, and there's this like water gushing. Out from underneath oh, the door. Oh no! Yeah, just you can't just, trust drunk people with plumbing. <laughs> no, you can't. You really can't. So they always fuck it up. It's it's sad. Drunk people are the worst. Whatever. So <laughs> so he's like, he goes to the door. It's locked, of course. So he's got to go get the key. He opens the door, and there's the dude, his regular, <laughs> that he thought had gone home. Oh no! No, he had went in there and decided to take a dump in the sink. Broke the sink oh. off the wall. Oh. He's laying down, passed out with his pants around his ankles. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Broken sink on the ground. Broken shit in the s- ground. Water, like, gushing. <laughs> and he's like, what in the hell? So <laughs> This Jesus. is the end of my night. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, <laughs> so, he, so he has to close the bar down. He's just like, bar's mm. closed. Everyone's got to get out. Mm. Calls the paramedics, you know. And the paramedics come by, and I guess they talk to him for a while, and eventually they just let him go, right? And he was just like, "What the hell, man? Of all the people that were here, and they just like, like he came to, I was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I should probably leave. Why am I covered in shit? It's probably my time to go home. <laughs> so, guys, I think I've done enough here. No, okay, my job is done. I'm okay, out. and here's here's the coup de gras to the story. <laughs> is that my buddy was just like it was a busted night you know just a busted night and mm-hmm. next day he has to open and he opens bar. And it's like 4.30 in the afternoon he opens bar first customer was that guy yeah, oh. yeah. first and, call and has no idea what happened the <laughs> sits down hey what's up man morning yeah <laughs> totally <laughs> Oblivious and, of what actually yeah, fucking happened. Yeah, I had no idea what had happened the night before. And my buddy's like, are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of my bar. Out of my bar. I want to murder you right now. <laughs> it was brilliant. We had a guy like that once. Yeah, that's good timing. We had a guy like that once. That, did, that was the guy that tried to pull my hair. And oh. uh, and uh, then he got 86. And then he came back like the next day. And they were like, Hey man, you can't be here. You tried to pull Joey's hair, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> Improve the industry. That's where we, as seasoned veterans, look to the uh, to the younger, inexperienced crowd that's coming into this industry, and we say, "Hey guys, we love you. We we want you to be better than us. You know, here's what we've learned along the way that can elevate you, yeah. right?" <laughs> I love what, that. Or, or, you know, what do you what, what do you say to that crowd? Um, what do I say to this crowd? Uh, I, do you have was, like a? I, well, I th- I, th- I think my um, no. teachable moment is is just to make sure that, that that you treat everybody with like mutual respect and understand mm-hmm. that you have no idea um, the power of 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 the way that somebody can move you as a customer because sometimes mm-hmm. they can they can move you they're they're. They can be really interesting and cool enough, and 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 especially when they they can um, they can break your thought about a certain type of person, yeah. or a cer- you know like you have a certain type of way of looking at customers, and when they can change that, I think that's amazing. So it's like you always have to keep that in your head because yeah. it's hard not to do. You just always are 
stereotyping or your it's it's hard to you know, to not bring your own shit into the, to the yeah work thing, right? exactly try yeah. not to bring your there it is that's what it is joe yeah. <laughs> actually joe you answered my question try not to bring your own shit into the bar mm-hmm. try to leave it at home and yeah. try to know that at least at the door you're a server yeah at the end of the day now mm-hmm. granted you you've got a little bit more power and a little more say so and a little more knowledge and and probably better looking service. So you're you're clocked in. You're still at the service of the people that are there. You're for you. still at the service of the people. Right. Hey, what about teachable moments for people coming into the bar? The guests coming into the bar. Um, if 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 okay, a uh, couple of things. I don't know. This one might not be the best thing to say, but okay. Let's say you uh, you go to a bar and 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 maybe it's your local bar, and uh, and you get your bill and it looks a lot lower. Then it should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe say something. Maybe not say something. Don't say something. Just just be happy about it and pay. Yes. I get that for sure. All right. Yeah. It's either that way for a reason or it's not. But shut the fuck up and just be happy you, about all, it. All right. Okay. I'll rephrase that. Let me rephrase it. <laughs> Let me rephrase it. All right. Okay. Okay. Let me rephrase it. I actually yes, got yes. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Um, I, I want to add to this if, if you're not okay. about to hit what I think you're about to hit. I would like to say that uh, if you get when if and when you get your bill now when you get your bill when you get your bill from the bartender do not question the amount be it high or low there you go pay your bill do not say anything and pay it accordingly that's it that's it's that's not, that's nobody it nobody thinks any comment made when you get your check is cute no, when you get your yes, it's not cute. You need to just tip accordingly, yeah. like depending. Now, and and do not think that the bartender made a mistake, be it high or low. Because we don't, we don't make, make mistakes. mistakes. Not when it comes to the bill. Ever. I mean, we'll make we'll I've make. Never tons. made a mistake on the clock. No, <laughs> no, I just mean when it comes to the bill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I might I'm have just... messed your drink up. Yeah, no, but... I didn't do that either. But... You just have weird taste buds. <laughs> That's true. All right, there we go. Last call, motherfuckers. All right, we've had our drinks. We've shared our stories. Now it's last call. Here's a shot. And here's your shot to talk about anything that's going on with you. Uh, anything you want to promote or uh, get out on the webs? Um, well, I am a photographer, but I don't promote that. But if you want to know me as a bartender or as a human being, you can always come see me at a Pizza Mart on 6th and Denny, not Stewart. Hotspot. Uh, Thursdays and Sundays during the daytime. And I will take care of you and treat you nice and i've got really good booze and we can you know have a wonderful time and hopefully i won't uh you know get bored with you (laughs) you bore me no i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah definitely come see me thursdays and sundays at the pizza mart other than that um i i roam around bartending nice i don't i don't stay yeah i don't stay at one place it's like a nomad bartender kind of yeah i just go where i'm needed you know yeah, I, like that. I, like I, I like that that's a thing that we can still do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I would be nice to have health care and all that stuff, but who needs that when you have alcohol? Right? That's what that's what they made whiskey for. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. Well, fucking thanks for coming on, Sean. This has uh, been Dude, yeah. I've had the best time. So good. This is you guys were so gentle. I've been doing weird. I've been doing the weirdest <laughs> high five lately. Did you notice that? Did you see what I did? Yeah, I high fived like you, 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 and then I it. grabbed your hand. Uh, I don't oh, yeah. know why it's happening, but it keeps happening to me. And I, I'm, if I've done this to anyone out there, I'm really sorry. It's the grossest high five anyone can do. Don't ever high five and grab. It's weird. It feels so, just high five, right? That's all you need. You know what it is? That's all you I, need. I think it's a. I wonder if it's a. Uh, Fits this, this weird sort of like, uh, you know, it's like when you don't know if you want to fist bump or high yeah. five and you do the fucking both thing. Yeah. And it gets weird. I'm, I'm a chronic, the, like, 
Yeah, 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 totally. And you're like, hey, yeah. yeah. I'm, one of the, I'm one of the worst at like the handshake, high five, fist bump. Like you, you go for all of them and then change your hand three different ways before yeah. you get What about there? the like awkward yeah. handshake bro yeah. hug moment? Like, oh, yeah. All right, let's. On that note, that wraps up One More Life from the Well. <laughs> Thanks to all our listeners for, for uh, putting up with that last two minutes of weird handshake yeah. talk. And thank you um, for having me on. Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank, thank, thank you. Th- th- thanks, first of all, to our listeners, because they're the best. They're oh. the reason we do this. Second of all, we thanks to Sean, because you're here and you're Sean. giving us someone to talk to, and your uh-huh. stories are amazing. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I want to thank Peter, the giant, <sighs> and the den mother, Kelly. Um, yeah, thank you, Kelly. Also, without whom this would not be possible. This is all um, This is also great. So uh, until next time, cheers to y'all. Drive safe. Yeah. Um, don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Call a friend. Definitely. Always get home uh, get safely without driving. Uh, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Join us next time for another new cocktail and guest.